Call of an Era by Maddie Maine. Chapter 1. Who am I? I woke up with a sickening feeling. I sit up and lights beaming into my eyes. I get up almost falling. I look to see people laying all around, asleep, almost filling the room. I step over their still bodies towards the door. I touch the doorknob and I'm thrown back by electricity. I close my eyes for what feels like a second. My body felt numb and my body tense and in pain. I tried to get up again and I looked to see a window by the second level. With each step I wanted to cry. I could almost feel the pain. I would almost fall over. I crawled up to the ladder. I turned to see how many people are below. I'm pulled back and forced on the ground, my head spinning in the image of faces, blurred voices, and my body pulled up to be tied to the ceiling. What? I murmur. Where did you come from? They yelled. I don't know. They dunk a bucket of water on me to wake me up. Why are we here? They ask. I don't know. I guess for Carlos, she's lying, whispers a guy. A bright light in my eyes covers the face of the voices. She has the marks. What's your name? My name? I close my eyes to think. Who am I? Adamina Nova, the voice calls. I open my eyes to a memory. Adamina Nova. The theory is, space travel to elevate the body, I say. A woman and a man in white coats write down numbers. Wires connected from my head to my toes. Lights flashing to change the image. Red lights flashing. Screaming people running past. Help, they cry. A child cries over a dead body. Her, she yells and points at me. Me? I ask. People run to the tackle me, but I'm crowded in a room of blank faces. Hello? I ask. One moves and grabs me. Wake up. Eyes that steal your mind and that drain life. I blink and I'm back to being tied up. My name is Adamina Nova. Where did you go? Carlos asked. I don't know. It seemed like my past or future. She's a somnitor. But what is that? I ask. You have a gift. It's rare and only in a few bloodlines. A what? You see things, yes? Then not now. Yes? Maybe she can see how we get out. They take me down and tie me to a chair. These marks, these marks are from the 21st century, says Carlos as he looks at my arms. The scientists that started before they left. Close your eyes and sleep, they said to me. Why? Think of how you got here. I closed them to sleep. Good morning, says a soft voice. 
a woman's face appears. Today's a new day, Ada. Some more tests. I get up. My feet hit cold floor. Let's get you dressed. My head feels funny, I say. The lady takes me to a room where I sit. Tubes in my arms and legs that form marks. Why? I ask. Tests need to be done to make sure you are clean, they say. I'm divided by glass from everyone. Touching me could kill them all. I'm taken back to my room. White walls and floors and furniture. I lay on the ground, staring at the ceiling, closing my eyes to see faces. I touch people. Ada? Someone yells. Yes? You can't sleep on your your own. Don't you know that? Don't do that. I get up and walk towards the glass wall. Why? I want to sleep. When you make me, I wake up tired. Please, just for one hour? I cry. Ada Minna, you'll understand when you're older. He turns to leave. I see people when I shut my eyes. I feel people. I scream. He stops. Really? What do you see? Um, people laying in a circle, then in tubes. Some on white ground by water. I feel... I touch my lips. A kiss? Yes, why does this happen? How long has this been happening? Since three weeks ago. He paces back and forth. Tell me what I gave her. Three weeks ago, Amber. Dr. Freeman, I say. I saw my mother. Her name is... Nebri. She has something for me. I open my eyes to see a new ceiling that I've never seen before. I have no voice. I'm still. Lifeless. A heat rushes from my head to my toes. My heart races and I scream. Ada... Ada! A child calls me towards her. I see her reflections. We're the same. How? Ada! I'm shaken by multiple hands. Where should we go next? My feet were larger. My face looked like a woman's. How does this happen? I think to myself. Someone get John, the lady says. I sit looking in my mirror. Touching my face, pulling and pushing it, wondering if I'm dreaming. His warm hands touched my back. Ada, sweetheart, I look into his eyes and see a child's. I'm old, I say. He grabs my hands and laughs. It's okay. Tell me the last thing you remember. His voice was calming. I felt safe. Doctors... White walls? Um, Dr. Freeman, I told him I can see and feel people when I sleep. Tears rolled up my face. I look up to John. What's happening? I'm ten years old, but I don't look it. Ada, listen carefully. You're special. You'll meet me by the time you're seventeen. I fall through his hands and the floor. 
One eye sees Dr. Freeman hooking more wires to me and shocking me. My child voice screams. My other eye sees John. He sees I'm leaving. Fight. Come back, Ada. My child body fights to see the future man. Ada, they'll tell you lies about me, but I love you. He kisses my hands. Just stay strong, Ada. Your voice is strong. Be careful who you tell. John, when will I see you? In your dreams for now. I love you, Ada. He kissed my lips, and I opened my eyes to see flashing lights in Dr. Freeman. Ada, your bloodstream needs to be tested now. Miraculous results from your brain. You see from the scan. We have to do the same to the others, Dr. Freeman says. Blood transfusions and tests were draining. I was unable to fall asleep to escape. John, I whispered, please. Yes, I was only 10, but I felt years of love rush for me, rush to me for him. God's showing me something, I say. What's happening to her, sir? Asked the doctor. I don't know. Dr. Freeman steps closer. What's he showing you, Ada? You'll burn. Time's coming, I say. My eyes shut finally. I was sitting in darkness. Then I saw blood on my hands. Push, someone says. I scream from the pain. You have a healthy little boy. John? I turned looking. I'm here. Our hands held our son. You're amazing, Ada. My mind was at peace finally. Sun's beam, the sun's beams hit the glass, sending little rainbows all over. My son's hands reached up at the sunshine. Our world was changing so fast. By the time I reached 24, I had four kids. The chain of twins continued with John and my children. My father's red hair and mother's brown made mine a rare color. That too was passed down to my children. My oldest, Noah, first saw my episodes at age three. I'd be eating dinner, then would be screaming or crying or speaking of strange things. The worst ones were when I'd be asleep, screaming or waking up all my kids. John, take the children or I'll leave. I'd cry. Ada, calm down. It's okay. They'll be okay. They're getting worse, John. I can't sleep. I won't do it. I walk into her bathroom, searching for medication. The last case of pills I could find after being free. You know what they'll do to you, Ada. Please. I think it's for a reason they're growing. You're stressed, dear. Don't push them. Remember to breathe. Our first year of marriage was one that pushed us together. We had to create a routine to calm myself down. We'd pray together every morning and every night for safety. Every pregnancy scared me. It was when I was 18. After our third month we were married, I saw Noah. John and I would argue about having children. I wasn't for it until seeing Noah. Each pregnancy at five months, I started seeing who would they be? Never older than seven years old, 
always their sweet little selves. Mummy, do you have why do you have those marks like those? asked Nellie. My twins were right after Noah. Nellie and Tom such joys and fighters. Every time I see them that together I always wondered what my life would be like with siblings. Ollie is our youngest. He's very quiet but smart. I see John in him so much. It's very odd to see yourself in someone else. Ollie, play nicely with Noah, John said. Noah's stubbornness led to him making Ollie a hothead. Our lives turned into years, a family well-formed and loved. Never in a million years did I think I'd have a family. Some nightmares would simply be me revealing my past. Stuck inside a lab for almost 16 years. Pregnant with the twins really held me together and almost woke me up. I love you so much, he giggled. Mommy, I love you. Tom, I love you more, I said. My 25th birthday was a week away. My dreams were now all blank. No nightmares, no attacks. I could sleep and live in peace. Thank you, God, for this day, for Mummy and Da and Nellie and Tom and Ollie and this food and a happy birthday tomorrow to Mummy. And thank you for Noah, the rest of us say. Mummy, Nellie very strongly asked, do you have a mummy? I looked down at the table at her sweet face and smiled. Yes, dear, everyone has a mummy. Where is she? Tom asked. I sat in silence. I don't know. I've never met my mummy. Only my dreams, baby. A tear rolled down my face. In that moment, my eyes closed and dreamed for two centuries. My frozen body and time. I saw my dreams coming true, my children growing up, the world falling apart. John all alone in the chaos, my hands too far to reach his. He gripped on my journal of all my dreams. I love you, John. I cried as I fell into a deep sleep. End of chapter one. Thank you.